Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Wait For It, Wait For It, Tales from the Attic. I am your host, Mr. Donnie Salvo, and if you don't know what we do here, well I'm going to tell you what we do. This is what we do. I go up into my attic, I reach into a random long box, I grab a comic, we go through this comic together. It's fun, most of the time. I have a good time. I hope you do, too. But first, before we get started on this kooky adventure, let me go to our sponsor. Let's take care of business. And our sponsor for this episode is DCBService.com. Discount Comic Book Service. Save up to like 35% off all your comic statues, whatever. And sometimes it's even more. 45%, 40%, 50%, 75%. What? Yes, it's true. It's all true. I I am a customer myself. I am. I ain't lying. I'm a customer myself. I give them much money every month. Much money every month. Yes. Mm. Yes. Worst Yoda impression ever. Yes. So, we're going to jump right into it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Because here we go. Our book is Power Man and Iron Fist number 92. And this is from, let's see, let's see, April 1983. I was 10 years old. And we open up with Luke Cage in his puffy yellow shirt and his iron tiara and his chain belt and his tight spandex pants. Ah, ugh, ugh. And Iron Fist with his same, pretty much same costume he's got on now. And uh, they're hanging around. When you hang around 42nd Street in New York City, the unusual becomes commonplace. After all, you've seen everything, right? Right? Have you? And uh, basically, it's uh, they're standing in front of a movie theater that's playing Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Next to it is a porn shop. I'm not lying. There's porn shops in this comic book. Um, and it's a big-ass uh, like truck. It's, it's a prison transporter for superhuman prisoners. <gasps> what are we doing? What are we doing? And so they got like, you know, people. And uh, there's, you know, the guards are in front of him. And go, look at this. How many gallons does this baby get to the mile? Well, let me tell you something, dude. It was 1982 and no one gave a shit. No one cared. The bigger the caddy, the better. They wouldn't give. You could a full tank of gas in some cars would just get you out of the driveway, man. But no one cared. No one cried. No one. They just they were just like we'll, we'll make more. That was it. That was the attitude. It was excessive. Everything was excessive, man. Excessive. And so um, Luke Cage is like, all right. So we got an assignment that I can dig. But what is that thing? It looks like a Lego garbage truck. And you know what? He's right. It's true. It's true. And uh, so Iron Fist is like, well, you heard a hammerhead, right? The criminal. And he goes, yeah, he's he's uh, he's that um, Mag Magdia super hot show who was making trouble for for Spider Man. What about him? And he's like, well, he handled it. He he tangled with the Human Torch. And uh, guess what? He lost. He did. It's true. And so he's like, 
you know, he managed to escape from the from the torch, but the police picked him up afterwards. He's been in jail, but the Bob has been making a nuisance, uh, you know, trying to spring him. So we're gonna put him in this big ass Lego dump truck, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go along with it. We, that's that's our job. We're gonna hang out. Road trip. Road trip with the with the security guards and the hammerheads. Hammerhead. Da, da, da. And so he's saying, you know, we've been hired to, to ride along. Just hang out and make sure Hammerhead gets where he's got to go. You heard? And so Luke Cage is like, great. You know, he's like, I, uh, he's like, you didn't get bored enough on that trucking gig. That you got to find another long haul to have us sit on our butts. Well, let's, you know, let's get it over with. But next time, you know, why don't you check with me before you say yes to this? <gasps> Mutiny. Mutiny. So, so they're sitting on top of like this, this thing, dude. But it's got like no leg room, and and Luke Cage all scrunched up, and and he's uh, and he says this is just what I wanted always to to ride ten feet on top of the road, and and he's like, you know, be quiet. The driver's explaining how the intercom works. Danny Rand, multiple billionaire uh, businessman. We're, we we got to be quiet because we got to see how the intercom works. Here you go. Ready? You hit the button if you want to talk into it, and then you let it go so you can hear what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't even, you know, I uh I'm not a multi-millionaire business guy, but uh I know an intercom works. So There you go, Danny Rand. And I make, you know, I never understood too. Why are they heroes for hire? Like he's a multi-billionaire, isn't he? Maybe he wasn't back then. I'm not sure. Like, I don't remember the history, but I'm just saying, like, if you're a multi-billionaire, why don't you just hang out and then beat up people like all the other superheroes do? You know what I mean? Like, why are you hiring yourself out? You had to go rent an office, make business cards, flyers. Ad in the paper. And you know ads in the paper weren't cheap. Well, maybe in 1983. I don't know. Anyway, so... Um... So the guards are all ready. And they're they're making fun of, uh... You know, some of the cops are like, You know, uh, look at this. Luke Cage guarding prisoners. What do you know? And they're like, Well, next time we see him, it'll be a warden. Because, you know, Luke Cage was a prisoner. He he went to jail. He, he did his time. And uh, and he even says that. He's like, Danny should have known better to take this job. He knows I did time. I was framed, sure. But that don't make it any easier to play guard like this. And those punks ain't helping. I love 80s comics. Because you, you, you could read inside their mind. You know what they're thinking. And, uh... And so they're breaking their chops already, and, 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 and he's like, what do you say, Luke? You're going to be warden? You're already a cop. And he's like, hey, driver, what do you say we uh, let's get a move on here so we could do these guys' jobs? And uh, so they're driving. Do-do-do, road trip. Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Power Man, Iron Fist. And a big old, it looks like it. This this thing had, they took this from G.I. Joe. They had to have. They just. So anyway, um. So, you know, you got to check, and, and they're looking around to see if there's any ambushes. And, uh, you know, 
because because they're going to the prison to pick him up, right? So they're looking around and and he's like, you know, you ain't got nothing to worry about now. The guards telling him because Hammerhead's not even on this thing. We got to pick him up, and then you can start worrying. And uh, so there you go, and 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 the cops are all. <laughs> this is awesome. Power Man's on one side with two cops, and. Iron Fist is on the other, and they got Hammerhead locked up, right? <laughs> With three cops, they got guns to his head, dude. Hammerhead. They got guns to his head. <laughs> and then, like, Luke Cage getting flashbacks. He's like, this place is giving me the creeps. All these guards, all these guns, man. I almost feel sorry for Hammerhead. I got to keep reminding myself. He's he, he's the guilty one here, you know? Like, uh, and then, you know, Hammerhead turns around and goes... You harrow, see? I don't know. He always just stuck me as that kind of guy. He's like, You'll never see me putting in this new prison, see? There's no way you could keep me for the whole trip. <laughs> Believe it. Believe it, son. I'll be free, and you'll be dead. <laughs> and then Luke Cage is thinking to himself, he's like, all right, well, I don't feel sorry for him anymore. And he, and he, and he mans up, and he's like, do your worst, Hammerhead. That's what we're here for. And then they they strap him into a big old chair, and and uh, Danny Rand's all, all those straps, being trussed up like an animal is all this really necessary? And the cop was like, well, if it wasn't, you sure wouldn't be here. You wouldn't even have a job. So uh, why don't you just shut up, get in the damn truck, and do your job? And that's not what he said, but that's what he said. If you know what I'm saying, read between the lines. And so here we go. And they're on their way. Meanwhile, at Danny Rand's townhouse, actor Bob Diamond. <laughs> I wonder what kind of movies Bob Diamond makes. And uh, he's he's arriving for, uh, for his his daily workout with his buddy Iron Fist. And he's like, I can never get over this place, you know. I always considered well off. That was before I met Danny. Okay, so he does have money, dude. All right. So he's got like this big ass gym with punch of bags and padded floors and 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 Bob Diamond goes and he turns on the light and there's a there's a chick in in a in a one piece bathing suit and it's Colleen Wing. And she's like what she says to him, and this dude looks like rock and roll from G.I. Joe. There's a lot of G.I. Joe references in this, and I don't know why. And in in uh he's blonde with a blonde beard with the big old Chuck Norris blonde beard, you know. And he said, and, and Colleen's like, well, you know what? Danny's not here, so he wanted me to uh, take care of this. And, and you you know, he said, y you're going to be here for a workout, and I'm just the girl to give it to you. I bet you this is how Bob Diamond's movies start. And then he puts out his hand, and he goes, wait a minute. Like, he's a surprise. He's like, stop, wait a minute. Miss. And he puts his hand out, and she says, why? And she goes, getting soft. Oh. That's not good in, in, in Bob Diamond's movie uh, work. And she slammed him on the ground. And then they're rolling around and they're wrestling. And then he slams her on her back. And he goes, gee, my workouts with Danny never ended like this. And she goes, I sure hope not. And they start French kissing right there on the mat. <gasps> Love is in the air, springtime. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile... On a small country road, they're driving on this little road here, and there is, this is awesome, 
there is a whole now you figure he works for the mafia right hammerhead works for the mafia would they send mafia guys no of course not. That's stupid. Why would you send mafia guys to rescue another mafia guy when you can hire street toughs? Street toughs. We've got we've got your basic 1980s gang, um, white and and Spanish dudes with hoop earrings and big thick chains and 45s, and they are just like they're pointing the gun up at the truck and they're in the middle of the road, and they're like the driver will be able to unlock the truck. He stays. You other two can leave in a hurry or a coffin or in a coffin. Sorry. It don't matter to me. And and, and Iron Fist says, uh, sorry, we can't let you do that. <laughs> and the driver's going, well, we could probably just ram right through him. How awesome is that guy? Like, I, I don't know. I feel better knowing that that man is driving this vehicle. I don't know why. I just do. And so... Uh, Power Man just turns around and he goes, nah, skip it. That's what us, quote-unquote, costumes is for. And he jumps off, and uh, the guy with the with the 45 in the, in the ski hat and in his purple pants, <laughs> he's going, haw. He's not even armed. I'm going to enjoy this. Man, Iron Fist just jumps off the top of that troop transporter-looking thing and kicks him in the face. And he's just throwing another one up, up, up against the, the truck. And he's like, and the guy he threw up against the truck, he goes, that was the only guy with a gun. <laughs> we have no gun. How are we going to rescue him? <laughs> you sent a gang of dudes, okay, to stop. He's being transported to prison, man. That's a prison bus, essentially. Even if it was a regular prison bus. They usually got like three, four... For guards, look, I ain't never been to prison, but I've seen movies. And there always, there's always the fat dude who drives a bus, the two guys who sit in the front, and then there's the big guy who stands next to the gate with the shotgun. We've all seen those movies, man. So how are you going to send one dude? This one's armored, armed to the T, right? And it's got superheroes on it. And you send one dude with a gun, and the rest of them are swinging chains. And so... Luke Cage is jumping down. He's like, save some for me, Fist. And um, Danny Rand, he grabbed a chain out of one dude's hand. He karate chopped another dude in the neck, and he's kicking another dude in the face. And he's just kicking ass. And then finally, the numbers game. The numbers game. Wrestling fans don't know what I'm talking about. The numbers game. There's too many of them. And one dude punches him in the face, and the other one hits him over the head with a with a stick. And he... I gotta save my. I got hired to do a job. We gotta get this, break this guy out of a prison bus. Let me, let me bring my stick, my stick. Prison bus stick, right? Okay. So Luke Cage is like, uh oh. So he, so now, now look now. The last page they said there was only one dude with a gun, and now Luke Cage steps in front of Iron Fist, and there's like three dudes with guns shooting at him, and they're bouncing off. The bullets are bouncing off. He puts these two dudes in a chokehold, throws them down. And Iron Fist gets his breath, gets up, and he just he just kicks the crap out. They're just throwing people all over the place, like an episode of the A-Team where B.A. would just be throwing people, right? <laughs> and then you got all the dudes that stand in the corner in, in, in a big circle, all this, the street toughs, in a big circle with their hands up and say, we give up, yeah, uncle. 
And so they get back on the bus and they're driving or the troop transport, whatever, the garbage truck from Legos, whatever you want to call this thing, okay? And they're driving and they're driving. And uh, they're on the highway now. And, and then you see a silhouette of, of, of Hammerhead. And then they see the new prison that's upstate and they see it and they're almost there. And they're like, that prison looks like a weirdo castle. And it does. It does. They ain't lying. And uh, so the driver's telling him, you know, we're almost there. And, uh, you know, don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, oh, fudge. And someone's hanging up a phone. And it looks like it's Misty Knight. And uh, she's talking to another chick. And apparently they're, uh, I don't know who she is. And she goes, that girl being a fashion model must do something to your head. I swear. Ooh. She's a fashion model. This is getting weird. This is so weird. There's porno theaters and rock and roll looking dude is making out with Colleen Wing on a on a on a mat and and Iron Fist and Power Man are beating up the street toughs on a troop transporter and now Misty Knight is is rooming with a with a with a um supermodel and then um some dude named Ernie called for her. and she said lunch great half an hour see you there bye and and Missy Knight don't like that she goes uh harmony does Luke know about this Ernie and then she said oh Misty Ernie's nobody so i guess this chick harmony's going out with Luke Cage and uh and so then the, the chick says well, he's even an agent, so that makes it business. Besides, Luke went out with Dr. Temple, so fair's fair. Ta-da! And then it says, Luke went out with that Dr. Temple in issue 83. So go get 83. And uh, so now Luke Cage is bored, dude. He's just bored. And they're on their way up to that big old fancy prison that they saw on the top of the hill. And he's like, do you, do you figure we could stop and pick up a pizza? And... Uh, so, haha, humor ensues. And then a helicopter comes out of nowhere, dude. And it's all, I don't know. That, is that what a helicopter? I'm not good at sound effects. I'm not that dude from Police Academy. I'm not. I, I can't, I can't make the, I can't do it. So anyway, um, so the helicopter comes to the back of the trunk, uh, the, the, the truck thing. And, uh. And Danny and uh, and and uh, Luke are still talking. He's like, besides, we're only supposed to stop for emergencies. And Luke's like, a pizza's not an emergency. And then, boom, two people are on a truck. And, and uh, Iron Fist, using his martial arts skills, turns around and says, Luke, there's someone on the truck. So they, <laughs> And he goes, that's not possible. And then all of a sudden, there's this big Italian dude. And, uh, and the eel, remember the eel? You probably don't, and there's a reason for it. And so uh, the Italian dude's like, Hey, Cage, I ain't seen you for a long time. Not since I beat you unconscious and stuffed you in a coffin, you know what I'm saying? And Luke Cage says, Man Mountain Marco. Dun, dun, dun. I've been itching for a rematch with you, and I still ain't collected for that desk you broke. Oh, so there's furniture involved. I hate that. Someone breaks your furniture. It sucks. Anyway... And he says, the only thing you're going to be 
collecting his medical insurance, punk, provided you live through this. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, <laughs> so he goes to take a shot at Luke Cage. Luke Cage ducks. He says, say, you've been practicing, but that won't help you. And Luke Cage thinks himself, he's like, I didn't duck. I slipped, man. But, you know, the way this truck truck is urchin around and, and it's a wonder i could stand up so they're fighting and then the eel goes after uh iron fist and he shoots his electric shock and uh it's not the eel you think it is it's another eel because the other eel is dead i'm confused too so the character you never heard of is not the character you never heard of because this character you never heard of is a different character you never heard of because the other character you never heard of is dead you get it good Okay, so they're fighting on the top man, and he's shooting an electrical blast at him, and he's like, electrical burst, I better stop him fast, and he just kicked him in the face, and Luke Cage punching the other, the Italian dude, and he's just beating the crap out of him, and then the Italian dude punches Luke Cage in the face and knock, uh, and is knocking him off the, the, the prison thing, and uh, Iron Fist sees it, and then the eel punches him in the face, and he goes, see? That's what happens. You get distracted, and that's the ball game. And he thinks that he knocked Iron Fist off the thing. Iron Fist turned around, did a did a did a crazy flippy, and uh, Eel says, "Hey, you're good, but I'm the Eel, <laughs> and that means more than just wearing an electric suit. It means being slippery." And and Iron Fist said, "No kidding." So they start fist fighting again, and then Luke Cage didn't fall off, but he's hanging on, and the the, the uh, Italian dude's about to kick him in the face, and then uh, the truck hits a bump, and the Italian guy falls down, and Luke Luke um, climbs up, and then it goes back to the eel and Iron Fist, and they're just swinging at each other, and they're both missing, and then finally he says, "You can't dodge this," and he go and he uh, he electrocutes the top of the truck. And then uh, the Italian guy goes, hey, don't do that. And he goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> so everybody on top of the truck got electrocuted. <laughs> but for some reason, everybody's fine. I don't <laughs> I guess it was like, um, remember when you were a kid and if you, if you, if you grab the uh, toy train uh, conductor thing the wrong way, you get a shock? And it, it just felt weird, but it didn't really hurt. So I guess that's kind of like what the eel's doing right here. Um so they're fighting again, man, and people are jumping and kicking and punching. And then finally, they just said, you know what? They're both too evenly matched. So they, what do they do? Square dance it. They do see -si do Luke Cage against the eel and Iron Fist against Man Mountain Marco or whatever his name is. And you know, what do you call it, man? Uh, Power Man Ducks. And Iron Fist straight up flying front kick right to Man Marco Mountain Mookie Bookie Boo's face and just he's he's stunned. And then <laughs> the eel's like, it gets my speed and agility. It'll be like you're standing and then Luke Cage just elbows him while he, he punches him in the back. The eel punches him in the back, hurts his hand, and then Luke Cage just like elbows him. And he's getting all queasy. And then he turns around and he tries to shock him. And it didn't work. And uh, Luke Cage is walking towards him. He's like, no, stay back. No. And then we go to man Marco Mookie Mookie in the Iron Fist. And Iron Fist, man, is he's just doing all kinds of kung fu moves. And then he hits him with a flipping. He flips and then kicks him in the face. And 
he grabs his leg with the other hand and brings him down. And Luke Cage, he just he just smacked the eel unconscious. And that's it. And uh, the state police are behind the thing, and they're like, "Okay, it's cool." And they knocked him out. And Luke Cage is knocking on the on the top of the roof, and he goes, "Hey, Hammerhead, that's strike two. How you doing in there?" And Hammerhead's getting mad, right? But he's unloosening his ties and whatnot. So they're sitting there, and Luke is all happy because he thought the trip was going to be boring, and you know he got to fight street toughs and and a D and Z supervillains. And now the truck starts moving and shaking and whatnot because Hammerhead's free and he's banging up against the thing. And he, dude, he headbutts and and the and the um he headbutts the wall and um Luke Cage and 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 uh Iron Fist jump in the air and the prison thing falls off a cliff and it falls to everybody falls to the ground and Luke opens his eyes. He's oh man, feels like I lost a fight to a cement mixer. And who's outside? Hammerhead. And he gives him a running headbutt. Boom! And he knocks. And he goes, "Well, that's strike three, punk, and you're out." How do you like that, Hammerhead? Talking shit now, huh? <laughs> so Luke Cage gets up. And he goes, "Sorry, head, but uh, you're out of luck. Sure, you made it out of the truck, but look behind you. And what happens?" <laughs> Where did the truck crash? Right in front of that funky ass prison, and all these prison guards are coming out and they're running towards, running towards Hammerhead and Luke Cage. Like, look, welcome to your new home, sucker! And he starts, he starts running away and he runs right into Iron Fist, who gives him a judo trip. And all these cops turn around and they got him cuffed and they got all this shit on him. And then uh, he looked around and and the. The prison thing is is busted. It's it's just it's gone. It's just they don't even say what happens to the driver, but they say okay, Danny, that truck is wrecked and the subway don't run this far. So how are we gonna get home? The end. There you go. Awesome. Also, a little disappointed though in this story. We did not get a sweet Christmas, but that's okay. I could look past it. I could look past it. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for everything. Thank you to our sponsor, DCBService.com. Go there. Save money. I'm in slow motion for no reason at all. Anyway, if you want to get a hold of me, if there's a book you want me to, to, to look over, if I have it, I can look for it. I can look for it. I can do that for you. Email me. Donnie, D-O-N-N-Y, Salvo, S-A-L-V-O, all one word, at yahoo.com. There you go, man. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, hope you had a good time. That was Power Man and Iron Fist number 92. Go look for it in a 50-cent or dollar bin, man. Read a comic. Have fun. That's what comics are all about, man, having fun. And I'm having fun. I hope you're having fun. All right. Take it easy, and I will see you next time on Tales from the Attic.
Thank you all so much.